present those of the management and staff of WTCA. It's the What's Your Opinion show, our daily talk show focusing on you, the people, events, and issues of Marshall County. Now here's your hosts, Kathy Bodorf and Rusty Nixon. Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Guess what day it is? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? <laughs> Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? Huh? Huh? Anybody? Listen, guess what day it is? <laughs> oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Huh? Guess what today is? Huh? Hey, hey, listen, guess what today is? <laughs> Guess what day it is? Hey, what day is it, Mike? Mike, 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 Mike. Anybody? Julie. Hey, guess what day it is? It's hump day. Hump day. Hump, hump, hump day. Hump, 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 hump day. <laughs> <laughs> What? What did I do? What, 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 what did I... What, oh! Okay. Wow. We don't usually do it this fast, but we have breaking news with Kathy Butter. I want to start the show off with a bang this morning. Yes. Definitely. Uh, this, <laughs> this morning I was at the Marshall County Clerk's Office where we had two Democrats filed their intentions for being on the November ballot. Wow. So uh, Jeff Sharp showed up and has filed to run for sheriff in Marshall County. And Mark Gidley filed for county council in District 3. So we will have some options on the ballot this year. Uh, I do have a press release from Jeff Sharp um, that I'm going to read to you guys. And then I will post up this afternoon on the website. But you guys are hearing it first before anybody else. And now here with the press release, Kathy Bodorf. It is with great pride and enthusiasm that I announce my candidacy for the Office of Sheriff of Marshall County. From my beginnings as a Florida State Trooper to my 20 years as a Deputy Sheriff in Marshall County, law enforcement and public safety have been the foundation of my career. I've had the privilege of serving under truly professional law enforcement leadership in the Marshall County Sheriff's Office, but not today. I'm running to restore professionalism, service and duty to the Sheriff's Office. I will address the public safety issues we face in our schools and improve the response when you call 911. As sheriff, my top priority will be to provide public safety, the safety of our children in our schools, safety to our seniors needing emergency medical help, improved dispatch safety for our first responders, and a strong support for my fellow law enforcement brothers and sisters. 
Another top priority is bringing real solutions to the serious problems we face in inmate management that led to the recent flood of lawsuits against the county. I will build a professional administrative team, raise the professional standards of the office, restore law enforcement pride, and do all of that while working collaboratively with emergency planners in our county and state. In short, I will ensure your Marshall County Sheriff's Office is prepared to serve when you need us the most. Real challenges face law enforcement today, and only real leaders can solve those problems. I look forward to this campaign where we can discuss real solutions to real problems, and with your vote in November, I'll restore professionalism, service, and duty to your Sheriff's Officer. Signed by Jeff Sharp. Okay. So... And I did talk to Mark Gidley, who is running for uh, county council in District 3. He'll face Nicole Cox in the fall. And Mark is putting together a bio about him. Um, it was interesting because I asked him, I said, do you have a bio? And he says, well, I'm working on it. I said, okay, that's great. I, I said, because I think people need to know your background. I, I'm, I think a lot of people know Mark's background is in oh, the yeah. banking business. Yeah. But he says... I sometimes wonder that it doesn't matter what your background is anymore. Yeah. And I said, I think it does. I really do think people want to know what experience you bring to the table. Not so much what's not what you want to change or what you don't like that's happening, but what you are bringing to the table. Uh, so we'll be getting something from him coming up. Um, we already got a press release from Dustin Schaefer, who is running against Adam Fallstitch uh, in County Council District 4. And Jason Haynes, who filed, a, it's almost been two weeks ago, I want to say, uh, for County Commissioner on the Democratic ticket. Uh, he's been out of the country uh, on vacation, but he should be back about any day now. And he will be sending us a press release, too. So mm. the, the, the Democrats are coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. So that's the hot news for today. Yes. All right. Very good. Okay. That's the hot news. That's the hot news. That's the hot news. Uh, um, there's a little bit of sad news. And, uh, Rusty, I, I honestly I don't know if you would have had. Did you have Mr. Kraft? Yeah, I did. Did you? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Kraft, Dick Kraft, uh, or Richard as his official name was, uh, died at the age of... 87 on Friday. Uh, he was my gym teacher at Webster Elementary School. I had him for one year. Um, and then Mr. Widener came in. But, yeah, I I had him for one year as a gym teacher. It was interesting on, on his bio because I didn't, I just, I knew he was my gym teacher. You know? yeah. And, I, you know, back there in an elementary school, you really don't pay a whole lot of attention. Uh, but in, in reading his... Um, obituary i found out that he actually graduated from ball state university and got his master's degree from saint francis college in fort wayne and then he taught typing at culver military academy as well as driver's education for 42 years at cma which really surprised me i did not know any of that um, he was the physical education teacher at Washington, Webster, and Jefferson schools in the Plymouth Community School Corporation. And he served in the United States Army uh, from August of 1955 to August of 1957. 
So um, I was just, I, I had him the year, this is, you, you probably don't remember this because you might not have been there yet. I had him the year, and I don't know what happened, but he broke both of his arms. And he had both of his arms in um, slings. I don't remember so, that at all. Yeah, I, and I don't know why I remember that. Well, that, that's something you would remember, Kathy. <laughs> it's not like, uh, you know, oh, well, I remember he wore a blue tie one Thursday in June. I mean, that that's, <laughs> that's something you wouldn't remember. Uh, somebody walking around with both arms in a cast would probably <laughs> be something that, that you would remember. I, and I went to school with Brian Craft. Uh, his son was in my oh, class. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, but I didn't know him at all. Oh, did you? Not okay. that I. Did you know Scott? No, not at all. Okay. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I I I don't know everybody. Well, that's true. Uh, I know you don't. But yeah, that that was kind of sad yesterday when I saw that. I I just remember he was I I I enjoyed him as a teacher. He was a very nice man. Yeah, he really was. Extremely nice guy. Yeah. I mean, you know how most gym teachers are all macho. Yeah, ah, drop and get me 50 or whatever. I mean, he was, he was just, not No, like not even in yeah. the within that ballpark at all. He was a very nice guy. Gosh, I feel really bad because I just turned over to my Facebook page and I see that Shiloh Milner's having a birthday today and I just saw Shiloh at the clerk's office. And I didn't know that, or I would have wished her a happy birthday today. Well, you're doing it right now. Okay. Happy birthday, Shiloh. And we'll do that later, too. So let me write that down. I got down. it right here. Oh, you have it? I just did okay. it. Yep. All right. <laughs> Beat me to it. Oh, Ow! I two slips, but... You just dropped everything down. At least the... it didn't fall in the hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that... Well, I don't know. I don't think we're at the point where we got a lot... Oh. Oh. Wow. Ooh. Uh, yeah, we got a lot more names this part of the the week than I thought we would. But, yeah, okay, we got it. Okay. I'm going to write birthday on here so I... Oh, you know the difference? Don't say it's a... Shiloh has an anniversary. Doesn't <laughs> say who she's married to. <laughs> yeah. Probably her husband. Oh, maybe? Oh, yeah, there you go, Russ. That's brilliant. Yeah, Rusty, you were really thinking on yeah, that Yeah, I'm one. on the ball. <clears throat> We are. We didn't have a guest yesterday at the end of the show, but we are going to have a guest in this morning uh, on the show. So uh, we will have John Oliver from Oliver Ford Lincoln in. They're having a fundraising car show this Friday out at the store. And so he's going to be in uh, and talk about that in just a little bit. In the meantime, there's some news we can chit-chat about Um one of those, uh, we talked about it with the mayor yesterday, but it's the ordinance that would restrict parking of motor vehicles on residential lawns. This is not just in your front yard, but it also your side yard and your backyard was the ordinance that was set for second reading at Money's City Council meeting. Um, I will tell you, they, they, it, it was brought to the table by a motion to approve on second reading um, so that a discussion could be held. And Councilman Jeff Huyen did a lot of talking on Monday evening. Um, and he said, you know, we looked at this back in 2020. And back then he had received several comments, both for and against it. Um, but this time he has only had one person reach out to him uh, about the ordinance. And uh, 
so then he proceeded to talk about some of the concerns he sees in the ordinance. One of them he feels is a lack of definitions. Uh, specifically, he wants the ordinance to define motor vehicles. Um, and he goes on to say that he totally understands a car or a truck, but he thought that they were also concerned about campers and trailers yeah. and motorcycles and boats and um, like storage trailers, you know, on wheels, like a work trailer, those kind of things. So he feels that that it needs to be very clear of what would be restricted to be parked on the lawn area. His second concern was not allowing people to park in their backyard behind their home. That um, if you restrict parking on the front of the home in the yard and the side of the home, there's nothing could be nothing else left for them. And so he felt that that really they should take off the rear yard and, and not restrict that. And that was actually a recommendation that he thought that, you know, the council should consider. Um, he did have uh, the one person who did reach out to him had a question about those people who have handicap, either the hang tags or the license plate. They are exempt from this uh, ordinance so that they could actually pull up into the grassy area and they'll just say at their front door basically to get in. And, and he understands that they need maybe a little more convenience, but he also has some concern with making that a permanent exemption, feeling that they need to find an ulterior solution to just parking in the grass. It may be creating a parking lot or extending the driveway or something like that um, to helping it. So he had some concern with just making that, uh, you know, a, a permanent exemption. Right. Uh, and then uh, Mayor Mark Center questioned him about the environmental impact from backyard parking to front yard or side yard parking. And Mayor Mark said that it to him is an environmental issue and that, you know, a vehicle drop, you know, leaks oil, we'll say, and it goes into the grass and then it goes down into the ground and can get into the groundwater or whatever contamination that way. And Mr. Huyen said, basically, you know, what difference does it make if they're parked on the street or the driveway that oil leaks out and then ends up getting washed down into the storm sewer? Right. Um, and he actually said... Where he lives, he's in, in an older neighborhood, yeah. that he has two concrete um, pads for the tires to go on. But in between where the engine would sit, that's grassy area yeah. at his house. Yeah. It's the old school kind of driveway. Yeah. So he would still be dripping into there. I know uh, Councilman Greg Compton said that, well, if I see my car is leaking oil in my garage or on my driveway, I clean it up. And, and obviously then you take it to a repair shop to try and have it fixed so that it's not leaking oil, but not everybody does a cleanup process. Yeah. Um, I think when you have an oil leak or whatever. Caller called in and wants to know, is this going to affect the parking at Blueberry Festival time? Um, there, there actually is a variance um, that, uh, that they won't, the, the Monday from before Blueberry 
to the Monday of through the Monday of Blueberry that whole week, it will not impact uh, parking in your yard. Everything. So people who live around the park will still be able to have people parking in their yard. Everything changes for Blueberry. Exactly. The whole world changes. Um, so the councilman then, there was quite a discussion on this, and they actually talked about gravel driveways because oil then can leak down through the gravel and yep. still get in, you know, versus a, a concrete or an asphalt driveway. They talked about driveway permits. They talked about curb cuts. That can, you know, can you, if you've got a driveway, can you widen your driveway without a permit? Um, if, if you don't have a driveway, can you get one without a permit? Those kind of things. And then there was also some concern that maybe you have a driveway, but you don't have a, a big enough driveway. So now you need to widen your driveway or lengthen your driveway, and you're creating more hard surface, which then impacts the water runoff for your property and maybe in the neighborhood or whatever. That can impact, you know, the stormwater. So yeah. that was a concern. Councilman Don Ector, Ecker said that he had been contacted by a small number of citizens back in 2020 uh, about the, the parking restriction. And this time he's only had a few people contact him, although those who have contacted him are in favor of the restriction. He says, in my district, there are several houses where people are parking not only in the front yard, but also on the side yard. And what is unfortunately happening is it's destroying the grass, ruts in the yard beca because when it when you have heavy rain, they still park their vehicles there. And that creates an unattractive situation that impacts property values. Um, Ecker also said that in speaking with some landlords that he feels that landlords are being taken advantage of by their renters and that most rental agreements do not have any parking restrictions included in their contracts and that's something that he thought maybe the city should encourage landlords to modify their contracts to include especially if this passes that would include right. that there would be no parking in the lawn uh, there was one citizen who spoke uh, from the general public, Bobby Millizer, who lives over on Harrison Street. And I happen to know right where Bobby lives, but uh, she lives in a section of Harrison Street where there is no on-street parking allowed. And the city attorney, Sean Cerisi, did say that this ordinance specifically is limited to public streets where parking is permitted on the street. Okay. It does not affect streets where there is no on-street parking allowed. So, and of course, she said that, well, that's not fair. It should just be a blanket for everybody. It, it, it you know, it shouldn't be like, oh, well, I live over here, so I can. But I, if I go over there and visit, I can't park there. You know, she thought it should be the same for everybody. Um, and she went on to say, and I quote, it sounds to me like you have a lot of laws that you can't enforce right now. So why are you making another one that you can't enforce? Um, and then she talked about the $25 ticket that people would get if they were found in violation. And she wanted to know how often the city would ticket them and asked if, if they, where do you want them to park then? Yeah. You know, get, give us a solution of where you want to want us to park so um don eckard then um talked about modifying the current ordinance as it uh, was presented for second reading 
And um, it was decided with all of the information that came forward at Monday night's meeting that they would uh, rewrite the ordinance, modify it a little bit, and bring it back for second reading at their July 11th meeting. I also included with this article the phone numbers and email addresses of the city council members um, because uh, it had been noted that it, they are sometimes hard to contact. Right. They're hard to find. And so I included those uh, with this article and the mayor's information is on there too. Uh, so if people want to contact them, I wanted to make it a little bit easier for them sure. to be able to get that access. Yeah. So I did that one. Um, County commissioners last week uh, during their meeting, Doug Masterson, who is from the County Building and Grounds Department, uh, gave him an update on projects that he has gotten completed so far in the first half of the year. Um, they ha This one shocked me. They've replaced or repaired five of the 90 heat pumps in the courthouse, which shocked me. I feel, that just seems... A huge number. Guess I'm not sure what a heat pump is. What a heat pump like, is. Like, is it an air conditioner or what? Yeah. yeah. So, um, the courthouse, uh, over at the courthouse, they've also replaced the sidewalks on the north side. Um, they have installed all new LED lighting in the large EMA building, which is out on King Road. That's the old EMA office. Uh, the new EMA office is in the county building, but the old office is out there, and they've, mo they've moved that all over from the incandescent lights now to... Uh, LED lighting. And then in the new maintenance building, which is over on Plum Street, they have put new siding on there, new electric, new heating, and water is installed in that building. And they will be installing sidewalks um, there in the near future. Um, down at the museum, the elevator has been remodeled and it has passed the state inspection, which is a good thing. Hooray! And, the t and two furnaces were replaced with new ones in the museum. Um, two sump pumps in the county building were replaced and a new controller was installed and the domestic water booster was also replaced. I'm not sure if that maybe pushes the water since there's three stories, if that pushes the water up to the third floor or what. I'm not sure what a water booster is. But... Domestic water booster. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, In the county building... The surveyor's office is no longer 1970s orange. It has been repainted. They have installed new baseboards. New carpet has been installed and new laminate flooring in the front entrance uh, of the office there. So they have come into the 20th century finally. And new carpet has been ordered for the commissioner's meeting room and will be installed soon. Also talking about carpets, um, they have cleaned the carpets in the treasurer's office, the probation office, the child support office, the prosecutor's office, the extension room, and the break room. Um, Mr. Masterson said new sandstone for the county building's south entrance has been ordered and will be replaced soon. Uh, and, and sidewalks for the new maintenance building, well, I just mentioned that, are going to be installed. Uh, and then finally, if you happen to drive in the alley behind the county building, there is a brand new generator there. And I believe there's another one at the courthouse. Um, the generators have been installed and they're almost complete complete and ready to go now. So they're just we're finishing up uh, that last bit of work. 
Um, and in his report, he said, these are some of the bigger issues we handled the first six months. Of course, we still have daily and weekly responsibilities we've taken care of too. So all their regular stuff on top of all this additional maintenance work. I wonder how much, I mean, I wonder how much grass they have to mow. I mean, because that takes an enormous Well, they mow at the county building. And they would now mow, mow over at the new maintenance garage. Um, I'm sure somebody out at the highway department probably mows out there for them. Museum doesn't have any and mowing. I'm, but, I mean, just mowing there at the county building, well, at the courthouse them, takes yeah. some time. You have to do And then they got the parking lot across the street that, that has to be mowed, too. You know, the edges of that have yeah. to all be mowed. And, you know, in front of the county building, there's a grassy strip on both ends, north and south. That that has to be mowed, too. I guess uh, it's not much different than snow removal than in the wintertime. But um, that, that to me, I mean, I know the guys over at the high school, and I, I worked at the park keeping up with mowing. The high school or the school corporation has a lot more mowing to do. Because... I, them and the, them park both. but yes. Um, that's the thing is when this starts, um, I know the grounds folks over at the high school were always, they literally could almost, and there's only, there wasn't a ton of them. I mean, it wasn't like they had 60 people doing it, but it was all, uh, it was uh, an everyday thing. Yeah, I would think you up, just go yeah. from one, one building to yeah. the next building to the next, and then you got to start do. all over again. I mean, it's just yeah. a continuous because of, of the size of the fields right. that we have. Um, but I'm thinking it wouldn't, well, I mean, drastic, not, well, it would be drastic. I'm just saying that in order to keep the courthouse looking nice, I mean, obviously they're going to spend right. That's a little bit of time every bit, week there. Yes. Um, you know, That's go like a, a nicer mowing situation. Yeah. You want it to look well, manicured. I mean, we want everything. I mean, the bushes, everything yeah, has right. to be, the. you can't have any grass growing up on anything. You got to keep that Well, and simple down. things like, taking care of the restrooms Please. and the floors yeah. and the windows. Yep. I mean, along with making sure the air conditioner's working yep. every day and those kind of things. It, it's an ongoing battle, that's yep. for sure. Yep. The Plymouth Board of Public Works and Safety on Monday had three requests that they were approved. The first one was for the St. Michael's Fall Festival Committee. They asked for permission to close the alley between Madison and Monroe Streets on Friday, October the 7th, and on Saturday, October the 8th, and they were granted that. Um, this is actually the alley that runs between St. Michael School and the playground area. So it, their property is on both sides of it. It's just that alleyway that runs through there that, in some ways, I almost think it should be vacated to the school yeah. and not used as a public thoroughfare. I, I, I think the school uses it maybe for pickup, but other than that, I... I wouldn't want it, you know, just people driving down right. through the alleyway yeah. there. But um, their plans, uh, they're having a fall festival. And on Friday, October the 7th, it'll be an adult party from 4 p.m. until 10 p.m. And on Saturday, they are holding a family fun fair from 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. That would be October the 8th. And so they wanted the alley closed so that they could have, you know, go between the school and the and the playground area and all that with these two events and not have to worry about traffic cutting through the alley. 
that's a no-brainer. That that was a good call. The next two requests um, uh, come with as a request for police escorts, and um, Friends in Service Riding Together is going to be hosting a fundraising motorcycle ride for Blessings in the Backpack. That's going to be held on July 31st, and the ride will start off at the Moose Lodge, and then they will travel on West Jefferson Street, heading towards Bourbon to the east, and um, they are hoping to get assistance from the Plymouth Police Department in getting approximately 100 or so motorcycles through town without issues. I think the biggest one is probably at Michigan and Jefferson. They want... a a police officer there to stop them so they can everybody can get on through and then head on over to east it's a a 100 mile ride that they're going to be doing raising funds for blessings in a backpack um, the second request came from oliver ford lincoln who's hosting a car show this weekend on friday and following the car show they want to have a cruise and so they were asking for a police escort to get that taken care of um, both uh, requests were approved by the Board of Public Works and Safety with the understanding that the Plymouth Police Department does not have a dedicated person that actually handles this type of request. It is up to the officers on duty if they are available to do such a thing. And obviously, if there is some kind of an emergency situation or another call, that's going to take priority over, you know, making sure right. that, yeah. you know, people get through the intersection. You can stop at the stoplight if you have to, and, and those who get through can just slow down a little bit and wait for you to catch up, those kind of things. Right. But um, they did approve both of those requests, um, but definitely made the comment that you have to understand that we just don't have people sitting around waiting to take care of your request so if there's another call or something happening then we won't be able to be there um from dot, uh we got a release about uh, road construction that is going on uh, both on jackson road up in saint joe county and on us6 and so superior construction company is going to do a bridge deck overlay project on Jackson Road over US 31 and also on US 6 over the Yellow River. They're going to start on Tuesday, July 5th. So right after the holiday, they're going to be starting. Jackson Road will be closed between Main Street and St. Joseph Street up, up there. And so the official detour, you'll follow Main Street to Kern Road to Miami Road which sounds kind of interesting because I don't know that those are really state roads. but And then on U.S. 6, well, Jackson Road wouldn't be a state road either. So On U.S. 6, they are going to clo be closed between Miami Trail and State Road 331. This is where the detour gets kind of crazy because you're going to follow 331 and use State Road 106, which most people would use 106. They, they kind yeah. of get that part of it. Um, and actually, if you're dry, if you're familiar with that area, you could probably even get off on a county road and, you know, skirt around that and get back. Uh, both sections of road will be closed for about two weeks while the bridge preventative maintenance work is going on. So basically, it's the heads up, folks, that 
there's going to be some bridge work if you use 106 or if you use US 6 over by Bremen be prepared to work around that okay and then I did get just a little piece from the Marsh County Sheriff's uh, Department on Thursday last week they hosted the Integrity Academy of Martial Arts Summer Day Camp students um, who got to come out to the Sheriff's Department um, and they got to learn about the operations of the Sheriff's Department. Um, Sheriff Hassel actually um, did a presentation, a PowerPoint presentation with them. And then they also got a um, presentation uh, from the canine and a drone presentation because uh, our police uh, forces are now using drones, especially when we get into uh, accidents and some of that kind of stuff. They can get up in the air and look down on the yeah. scene and, and, and take video and, and photo shots of that. So uh, they got to see the drones uh, that the Sheriff's Department uses, too, uh, in doing their work. I, and I would assume, too, you could actually use a drone if you were searching for... Uh, a suspect in a cornfield or something instead of you know walking through the cornfield and you can't really see anything you get that drone up above and you know scan back and forth over that field and it would be easier to find somebody so and, and probably uh, safer to find somebody too okay so that that's kind of an interesting thing i think uh yeah okay it well, is real quick click on this link down here to get it on the computer, okay? I have no clue what you're talking about. Had callers called in, said they couldn't hear us on TuneIn. TuneIn must be changing things. Bob says to go down below here where it's in the red and click on that and you can hear it just fine. Okay. So I don't know if you could hear him when he came in and told us that if you're trying to listen live... There is two links on the website for that, and you have to go down underneath and pick the red Listen Live link because the TuneIn app is not working. Oh, okay. So. Listen Live link. Oh, there's mine. There you okay. go. So the two, oh, there are two links there. There you go. You just go to the one that says listen live and click there. It, it's all in red and you can get it there. Okay. There you go. You want to hear us twice? No, I don't. Oh, okay. All right. I, I hate just, hearing I just, myself. All right. All right. Please. I was, I was going to feed it back through, but. Oh, no. no so we could not. listen to ourselves on delay. Please not. <laughs> yeah, because there is a delay uh, when you listen online it's there, not there as isn't. it's not as bad when you listen through the website as it is through tune in tune in it's, is they're way <laughs> way behind is a, that is a yeah uh, yeah that one is not exactly uh, yeah yeah okay well why don't we take well somebody our... just texted and said the tune in app's working good for them oh so welcome to the world of robots Technology. ladies and gentlemen you've got bob to blame it's all Bob's fault, completely, without question. So, And if you don't know where to listen, you go to the bottom, the very bottom of our website. And Actually, there is... can, you can get it up top. Oh, is there an yeah, up top Yeah, there's a link you? right on the very top. It says Listen Live. And you can get right to 
the two options. There is the tune-in option, and then there is the uh, on the uh, website option. So, okay, really good. Well, I got a little bit further this time with tune-in, but it's just going around and around and around yeah. for me right now. It could be something here too. <laughs> Okay, well, why don't we take our first break of the morning? We probably we can do that. have something to give away. This um, is Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, I hope this has calmed down. I have uh, something to give away. What is it? Oh, it's a zoo parking pass. Oh, it's not just a zoo parking pass. Oh, it's not? No, it's not. It is tickets oh. to the Indianapolis Zoo with a parking pass. And it's four tickets. So it's a family pack to go to the Indianapolis Zoo. With a parking pass. So. Yes. We are going to give that away. Ah, just My thing says due to a recent update, your browser. So it's my browser. Could be the browser. Your browser yeah. no longer supports this station. Click the icon below to keep listening with our new tune-in pop-out player. Learn more about the update here. Yeah, that's probably what the... I don't even is. know what a browser is. Um, but well, it's Google or... Oh, okay. Um, I guess they don't... Yeah, I use Chrome. Chrome. Uh, yeah, Chrome or uh, Firefox or one of those okay. is the browser. And uh, those update all the time anymore. Uh, I had not had a Chrome update for years. And in the last year, I'm getting one about every other day. So that... <laughs> Tells you the amount of effort being made to hack everything in the world that is connected to the internet, well, which is why, which is why Bob giving us security fright every time he's here is not a bad idea. Caller four, going to the zoo. Zoo zoo five seven four nine three six four zero nine six five seven four nine three six four zero nine six. Caller, what did I say? Four. Caller number four. Going to the zoo, so get after it. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? Call Apex Waste. Large or small, we'll take your call. When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and no taxes. What we say is what you pay. Apex Waste is a local family-owned company that is dedicated to reliable, friendly service. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739 or visit us online at apexwaste.net. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County. With programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price, you can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. When you want to know what's going on in Marshall County, just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News.
everything changed. I'ma put on the new Josh Groban. Get this party going. Light up a Yankee candle. Turn on the Disney Channel. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna party like it's Wednesday. We'll go down all night. Won't go to bed before 9.30. And it's Wednesday Gonna roll up in my Camry At Sam's Club with my family If Chuck E. Cheese is open Make it rain with all our tokens Oh, yeah I'm gonna party like it's Wednesday We'll throw down all night Won't go to bed before 9.30 Got a six pack of The phone lines are open now Call 574-936-4096 or text 574-307-6647. Let's get back to what's your opinion on WTCA in Plymouth. Here's Kathy and Rusty. And we're partying like it's Wednesday. Uh, oh, we had a winner. Um, I was waiting to I, see if you could remember well, her name without you know, looking. I'm just Sherry. M. Yeah, sure you're, you're, it's not that you're not memorable, Sherry. It's that I'm getting. We have no memories. Yeah, our I'm memories getting, are like gone anymore. Getting to that point, so. Anyway. <sighs> yes, but we do have a guest in the studio yes, that's going to help do. us fill up the rest of our show this morning. John Oliver is here from Oliver Ford Lincoln. Good morning, Kathy and Rusty. Hello there. I I just told told him. I said, God, you guys. Probably haven't been together for a couple of, of months, a, a whole month maybe. And I found out, oh no, you have been yeah. together. Yeah. Well, open house. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, Zephan's girlfriend's open house. Yeah. So okay. We uh, and we have father-in-law and father-in-law. Okay, exactly. What the, are we? Father-in-law, father-in-law, or what? I mean, how how does that work? Your in-laws. It's better than being outlaws. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, I don't know. His side of the family's okay on that, but mine is just not even close to that. So, yeah. Yes. Uh, so, your daughter, Sydney, yes. married his son, Elijah. Yeah. Exactly. So, yes. And that was about a month ago. About a month ago. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. And actually, when I called yesterday um, to see if I could get somebody to come on the show, Sydney answered the phone. Well, yes, so. she's helping out, so she starts her new job. I was going to say, when does she start? I... Hopefully next week, yeah. waiting on approval from Notre Dame. Yeah. So. Oh, so she yeah. made a decision. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. I knew they, they, there were two options, and they yes. were trying to decide which one they were going to take. So We're excited. Closer to home. <laughs> there you go. Which is nice. Yes. yes. And I'm sure her and Randy are listening right now, so good morning, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right, so Oliver Ford, you guys, you're always helping the community. In one way or another, you're always, you know, helping out. Um, and you have an event coming up this Friday. We do, and it's a it's a fundraiser for David's Courage. And for those of you who aren't aware, um, Greg and Kelly Erickson run David's Courage, and it is an addiction help center here in Plymouth. It's at the old Shady Rest. It's an it's an long-term living situation where it's yes. not just like you go and get some counseling and you leave that day you actually live there and and you can live there long term yes to they get make help you a 
a valuable part of society again. So it, it's it's great. We're blessed to have them here in Marshall County. So we decided about a week ago that we were not going to be open the Saturday before Fourth of July. It's wow. you know it, it's been a very trying last couple of years, not only for our family but employees and and everybody. And everyone needs a little more family time. So we said let's take a Take a long, long weekend, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Right. It's a rarity in the car business, but we just yes. thought it was, it was very much needed and necessary. Mm-hmm. So some ideas started kicking around. That, you know, We'll have a silent sale, which is where we put hang tags in the windows when we're not there so people, when they get back on Tuesday, can come in and get the car of their dreams. But sure. then we thought, you know, we've always kind of wanted to do another car show. Yes, because you've had some great car shows in years (laughs) past. Unbelievable. Oh, Happy Jack uh, loves car shows. So we said, you know, let's do a cruising. Similar to the P-Town cruising, it's non-judged, but it's going to be this Friday from noon till 6 in front of the dealership. We've cleared off. If you go by the dealership, the reason we have no cars just south of the dealership is that we've moved them all over the west. And we've got plenty of parking. And we we expect maybe two to three hundred cars. Fantastic! We'll have room for more, but uh, yeah, just a lot of fun. And we're actually the first hundred cars that come are going to get a free T-shirt. So if you remember, there was a there was a T-shirt that my dad made up with a friend of ours and the graphic artist. It was a picture of the dealership in the background, and it had an old '64 and a half Mustang that we had a long time ago and a GT500 Shelby. And then there was a new GT500 Shelby in the forefront. And we, you know, and a couple of people still have these shirts and sweatshirts. And we looked at that and said, gosh, wouldn't it be neat to make with Happy Jack's personal vehicles, which. Oh. Yeah. So he's got this green Mustang convertible uh, that he just dearly loved and rarely drove. And then he has an old 55 Crown Victoria, which we have a really neat photo of the year that the dealership opened in 55 with my dad and my grandpa standing next to this same car so it's wow. pretty cool it's not the car but it's it's the it's a black and white crown victoria right. from 1955 mm-hmm. all original so we put that on a t-shirt and everyone knew we drove his burgundy sport track around so uh which we still have that vehicle and all three of those will be at the car show but we made this t-shirt and we found the guy his name is max who did the original mock-up of this shirt and he redid it real quick and sent it to us. And the shoot, the shirts will be here tomorrow for the car show. Wow. But it, it looks ironically like the old shirts. Like so, the old one, but yeah. some new twist yeah, to it. Exactly. Right. So we're tipping our hat to Happy Jack, having wow. a cruising car show. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, it's a, it's a celebration day before we get into the celebration weekend of July 4th. Fantastic! Yes. It's a great way to kick off the holiday weekend. Absolutely. You know, and I think I think Fourth of July really brings a lot of car shows around. So, having this on Friday from noon till six is a great idea because it gives people they don't have to get up early on Saturday morning, and it's a fun way to kick off your weekend. So. Right. Um, I there's a, an admission fee or an entry fee. There, no, there's not. No. But because it is a fundraiser for yes. David's Courage, we have multiple things going on. Okay. So uh, we're going to have the Coca-Cola trailer there. Big shout out to Francis Ellert mm-hmm. and all the people at Coca-Cola that are making this happen. So we're going to have some employees or representatives from David's Courage there. So we're going to be selling hot dogs and Cokes and Sprite and Diet Coke, of course. 
uh, as a fundraiser for that. Great. And then we have an employee by the name of Chuck Caraman and his daughter Victoria. This this is a this is kind of a, a neat story. So she is in third grade and she decided she's gonna have a lemonade stand. And she asked oh. Mr. Oliver, could I do a lemonade stand? It's for Christ Child Society, which is an agency that helps underprivileged kids all over the world. And she's doing this as a hundred percent fundraiser for that society. So, I mean, those are the kind of, those are the kids that we need moving forward. You know, if we're looking for people that are going to take care of the people around them, she came up with this all on her own and we're going to set up a tent and table and chairs and she's selling (laughs) lemonade, which will be great. And, you know, just again, more, more charity work that's getting done and i think that's that's kind of the the key behind all of this you know that that's kind of what plymouth is all about it seems like well we've got to help each other exactly well your dad was big on that too i mean he he took care of a lot of people well that's i think that's all of our jobs you know i mean so much infighting that's going around right now but i don't think marshall county and plymouth in particular is is not that way you know we want to help other people but if you can have a little fun while doing it that you know fantastic that's that's even better yeah absolutely <laughs> and there will be fun at oliver Ford. there will that be for you know, sure so we have a couple side things going on we're going to have a cornhole tournament always a fun thing yep. and actually i remember seeing those at some of your <laughs> other events out there so that's always fun. a good thing yeah we'll have that on the grass so that that'll be good and we're doing some raffles so we've got a bullet smoker and it's very large i've uh, got it from al out at do it best a smoker and a weber grill and we're going to give away a couple vacations but these are all going to be raffled off and is again a fundraiser for david's courage wow yeah. that's fantastic and then just I was, having fun like crazy fun you man. guys <laughs> well if you guys have talked to Greg Erickson before, the mm-hmm. the people out at David's Courage, you know they do some pretty ornate woodworking. Yes. And, in fact, they were just at the farmer's market last weekend with some of their stuff. So do you see some of the cutting boards? Yes, and the other, they're and beautiful. It, it is neat. And Greg said, you know, would it be okay if they brought some of their handiwork down? And I thought, that's fantastic. Yes. So show off the work that they do. And, again, a little fundraising for, them for David's too. Courage. Yeah. But, yeah, I had somebody just the other day say, boy, you know, I... I got a cutting board for them some time ago, and I want to get one as a gift for a friend. And I said, well, you know, they're going to be at the car show. They're going to be there Friday. And she said, I'll, I'll, I'll be there. That's great. <laughs> um, you know, I just saw on TV this morning that uh, they were talking a, a lot of retail establishments. You know, finally, the, the ships are coming into port, and they're getting their Christmas uh, <laughs> shipments that were from last year. And so they're all having lots of merchandise. And they said a lot of people are concerned what will happen this year so they are starting their christmas shopping already and in fact my daughter texted me and said she's already bought her first christmas present and i didn't text her back and she goes are you ignoring me and i said (laughs) well i can't believe you bought your first present already but a cutting board is a fantastic gift and you can you can play with that and do a lot of different things too i mean the cutting board itself is wonderful but i mean you could, when it got closer to the season, you could make a, lo- a loaf of bread and put a loaf of bread with it. And you buy some homemade jam and, and a bread knife. And, I mean, you've got a fantastic, uh, you know, gift for somebody. Mm. 
especially people who are hard to buy for, that's a fantastic idea. Yes. So... What, what, what are those trays called when you put, like, meats uh, and uh, cheeses? It's something and like charcuterie. Charcuterie. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know what they are exactly. I tried to sound French, but, you know. Is that what they are, French? I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, you know, those seemed, wood trays where they put the meat and the cheese and yes. the fruits and all that stuff. Seemed appropriate. Charcuterie. We wave. Have some cheese and meats. Yeah, so, I mean, those are, are really popular, too, now. Yes. I don't yeah. have one of those. Could I put, like... Hot dogs and sloppy joes on those, you think? Would I don't okay? think there's any problem. That's, I don't know if I'm that fancy. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, we don't let him fool you. We don't all let him know you. you are a grill master. Oh, the, the smoker is going to come out this weekend. I, Rusty, I feel some ribs coming on. Are you down? Yeah, I'm down, especially right. since you sent that bunch over with Elijah that time. Those went fast. So I uh, almost didn't get the foil off of them to get them eaten. So. Yeah, exactly. You And you really are. I mean, so I love it. tell us about this this smoker, the, the egg or the... Yeah, it's what? a big Weber, what's called a bullet smoker. So, bullet smoker. And the whole reason I got into to smoking food, I, I don't know if you guys knew this, but... It was back in 2003, I think, that Culver Military Academy had a, a world-renowned smoker chef in. Mm. And he put on a class. My dad and I said, oh. you know, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. And, you know, and it said, show up with your own grill. <laughs> you know, so and, we showed up with our grill. So we literally, we showed up with a, with a, a grill. charcoal grill. And yeah. the people's like, well, where's your smoker? Um, um <laughs> so, but the but the other people over there here use this smoker we brought an extra and we had a fantastic day and that's how i got into smoking food wow. dad and i had such a fun time and we, we just we did, both loved it it was a time that we shared together so every time i smoke it gives me a little little memory of happy jack it's happy jack time so yeah. i make that food with love and caring and give it to other people because that's the kind of person he was as well. So, who was the best smoker? Um, you or your dad? Uh, you know, he was. He had more patience. <laughs> I think that, that paid off. Oh, <laughs> uh, but it it takes early mornings. You know, back yes. in, the, in the time when I was smoking a lot. I mean, I'd get up three, four in the morning to get the smoker ready and you know put a brisket on for sixteen, and, eighteen hours. Yeah, it, and it cooks forever. He in wasn't a day. there, surprisingly. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah. But when it was coming to completion and it was oh, cocktail time, now wait a minute. There's a happy Jack. Oh, look, he's standing by yeah. the smoker like he's been here yeah. all. You need some help cutting that? It looks like it's about ready. So, no, this is a big Weber um, bullet grill is what it's called. So you put the charcoal at the bottom, and it's a big one. It stands probably four and a half feet tall which will do a lot of ribs or briskets or pork butts and anything you really want to smoke. Now, I've really got into, you know, smoking salmon and chicken and turkey. Holy moly. You know, so if you haven't done that, they're they're really simple. Yeah. You know, smoking is not hard. It's putting on some kind of a rub and maybe an injection and then just waiting, you know, being patient, which do you, is do you have to use me. special wood? I mean, to get the flavor or something, it's, though? Yeah, so that's that's what we learned at this cooking class, is that it's not just hickory. You know, it might be maple or cherry or apple or pecan wood. They all have a different flavor and a texture that they impart into the meat. And I've really, I've really gotten into it. 
So yeah. it's fun. I, I always try different. There's this, my latest favorite one is there's a rum barrel aged wood. So they take rum barrels and oh, they cut yeah. the wood up into the hardwood for smoking. And it's, wow, really good. Good on everything. I, I guess that's something you just don't drive down the country road and go, oh, oh. Look, there's a dead cherry tree. I'm going to go cut that down and take it home so I can use <laughs> right, it for the yes. smoker. <laughs> you have to, like, acquire those probably online to get this special yes. wood. But. Yeah, so it's always be on the lookout for down cherry trees, <laughs> and pecan trees. And any, yeah. any of the fruit trees are really good. Wow. <laughs> well, Rusty, I don't know. I know you like to cook on the grill, but I'm not sure... Maybe, maybe we should have a competition. What? Well, I've never smoked anything before. I've never had a smoker. You're just I've, a I've had the, Yeah, I've, you know, I'm, 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 you know. Dan is leaving a smoker when they move at our house, but nice. Jim and I have never smoked anything. We're just grill people, and we don't do that <laughs> very on, often Kathy, anymore. Come on, you're smoking stuff all the time. <laughs> Sometimes people <laughs> think that. Yeah. Let me tell all you. the time. It's like, where am I? What am I supposed to be doing? just off on another world so why we got you here uh, i mean obviously covid has had a very tough impact on the automobile industry and um i I mean delays chips are are chips better now or chips are are not better not better they are not not yet you know there's a new chip plant that intel is opening in arizona in november and it takes about six weeks to make the first batch of chips. I make them 100,000 at a time, and it's a 50-step process. But, you know, spring, summer next year, it, it's going to get better as far as chip production. But then they've got to get everyone caught up, the rental agencies, the fleets. <laughs> so, I mean, we're still – it's going to be this way for another year, unfortunately. Uh, do you know, I can remember my folks <laughs> – you're going to shoot me – but. <laughs> Because Lawmaster Pontiac was yes. down the road there on the right. curve. And I can remember them going there and ordering the car. Okay, we want this color and we yeah. want these features. Da, 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 da. And that's kind of come back a little bit now. Out of necessity, it has. But it's fun in a different way. I mean, I'm I'm always good about, you know, if somebody wants to buy a car, let's maybe drive it overnight. Just make sure that you like it. But the intoxicating smell of a new car yeah. is just unbelievable. It's like a new pair of tennis shoes. It's, mm-hmm. it's yep. just so neat. And the way that it drives and steers and feels and sounds, it's it's really, it's a fun part of the process. But also to special order one and have the anticipation of knowing that it's coming. And I wish I could say it's going to be here in four to six weeks. Right. Yeah. It sometimes takes a little bit longer than that. But, you know, to pick out the exact color and equipment that you want and to see people get that excited about a product coming in i mean it's like christmas in a different tense yes it's, you know for for cars trucks and suvs it's equally as fun but golly i sure like the test driving part and that's well yeah and i think you know we've gone to that like oh we just go to the lot and see what's there oh i right. like this one you know let's test drive it or i like that oh well look at this one over here you know and you and you, you try them out i you need to do that with mattresses more. Like, <laughs> could I try it overnight? Yeah, <laughs> Go least. to the store; they have little rooms, and you try it out overnight. Take a little nap here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was in. We were in. It's been, gosh, probably six months ago. Steve Kaiser, they they yes. were. He he had a whole spreadsheet of mattresses. They were going to get a new mattress, and what one was the right one to get? You know, 
And I should ask him, well, are you test driving this mattress or are you just going to go buy it and not have, you know, know what it feels like? Uh, Getting in a car and sitting down there. And actually, even if you don't buy a brand new car, it's a new to you car, it still has that new car smell. It does. And it has that new car feel. When you get in there, you know, it is clean. And I mean, it's like, I got a new car. Yes. So it's always exciting. But (laughs) so you see it. You see the future, yes. but it is still kind of a struggle. It's still a little way away, but we have a, a really nice selection of pre-owned cars. And we've been blessed, I think, in Plymouth that almost all of our pre-owned cars right now are trade-ins. So we kind of know where they came from, who owned them, how they've been serviced. And that's really different right now in the industry. So a lot of people are taking a chance of buying cars at, at auctions, which we don't do a lot of, uh. only a necessity. But... You just don't know what you're getting. All these cars, we can tell you who owned them, how they serviced them. So we do have a really nice selection of pre-owned cars right now, which we're, we're thankful for. I mean, last week we got in seven brand new cars, but they were all sold, every one of them. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like Christmas. Yay, the, yeah. the car holder is here. Woo, loading cars and sold, 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 sold. You know, they've all been ordered out for four, six months, yep. eight months. One of them, 11 months. But 11 yeah. months. Mm. Well, Talk I about mean, Christmas Day. <laughs> Those people were pumped up. It was a new Maverick, which is a small truck, uh-huh. literally 11 months. He was one of the very first orders, and he's been a longtime customer. And you would have thought he just won the lottery. He was so excited. In a way, he did. Oh. Yeah, he did. And we were excited with him. It was yeah. like, great. Look at this. So. It, it, you know, it really is. And I remember when Benji was uh, looking for his, and uh, your guy was like, it's the most frustrating thing in the world to know that people want these and we can't get them for right. them. Yes. He was, you know, really uptight about that. But, you know, and that was in the middle of all this, though. That was yes. been a while back. But. Yeah. At least at least now we got a line of sight. We know the end yeah. is, is coming, but it's still going to be a year, I think, down the line. I, I know, um, and I have no clue uh, what they got, but I know um, the sheriff was in because they had a, a vehicle that was totaled in May. And so he wants to get bids uh, to replace that one. And he said he'd ordered in December yes. some cars and or their SUVs. Explorer yes. size. Um, yes. And, and they're not in yet. And not. I mean, that it, it's everybody. Yeah. I mean, it's not just, it's you know, the, just the corner dealer. It is everybody and every type of vehicle is tough to come by. It is. It is. And we've been, you know, service has been really busy and because people are keeping them longer they are yeah. out of necessity so you know they, the, they wanted to, they know what to make it last you got to take care you of gotta it. got to take care mm-hmm. of it just the regular maintenance and yeah. if something doesn't sound right or smell right it, it it's not okay just to leave it that way just bring in it. it's going to cost you a lot less now than it will later but the service people have been fantastic and most of the people technicians will come in every saturday so those guys are working six days a week wow. and and you know it's been a little warm here lately. <laughs> yeah, and the shop is not yeah. air conditioned. Yeah, the fans are blowing, and, <laughs> you know, God bless those guys. They are just doing everything they can. But we come in at 7 o'clock in the morning and work till 4, usually longer than that. And then, yeah, they're there every Saturday. And we just – I had kind of ask around the shop. I said, I know we've got a busy schedule, but, I mean, you guys just look whipped. Yeah. Uh, and they're doing everything they can. So we thought this three-day weekend is going to be a good battery recharger for everybody. So we'll be ready for business. Trust me, we'll get everything done that we need to get done. But, you know, besides waiting on parts, 
to come in, which is that's another equally big issue. You know, body parts, especially you know the body shops. I I just feel for those people. You know, they're they're waiting three, four, five, six months for body parts to come in, and it's 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 nobody's fault. They're just not available right now. So uh, they're all hanging in. We had a couple of wrecks in the family. (laughs) uh, Zephan had to wait. Good Lord, five months before he got into the body shop? And it it's wasn't crazy. even a big deal. It was no. just like the bumper <laughs> right. got cracked. So yeah, and yeah, he was he was out a long way. That yeah. was amazing to me. But yeah. It's a different world we live in right now. It is. It is. But now, you know what? It's we're never given more than we can handle. That's right. And I you know, I see at least in our community, I see a lot more unity and togetherness then maybe we wouldn't have had three, four years ago. So that, there's a silver lining to every situation. It's a learning opportunity. I, you know, I've, I've had to look at that. You know, over this last couple of years, you know, I, I questioned why some things happened, but then I'm starting to see that there's a good side to it. You know, there, there's planning and things that go on that we don't understand sometimes, but there is, there's good that's happening all around us. You just have to look for it. You know, and sometimes you got to search kind of hard, but it's okay. It's it's another lesson. You, you just kind of go with the flow, That's make right. a change, and, right. and we keep operating. I, I want to ask you then, um, gas prices mm. and electric cars. Yes. I, I mean, are you seeing um, maybe a little bit of a change at all? We, we are. There's definitely more interest, and people are asking a lot of questions about the electric side. You know, we have a Mach-E. It's a, the Mustang, the four-door, that's all electric, and that has really taken off. And we just got in our first lightning truck, which is the all-electric mm-hmm. F-150, and it is phenomenal. It is so much better than advertised. But the scarcity of the vehicles is, is what's been a little little tough. Yeah. You know, they're, they're building a, a small number of these because they take an intense amount of chips. Most cars take uh. 1,500, maybe 2,000 chips. An electric car takes almost double that. Just, oh, I would have never. Yes. So yeah. it's, it's. I thought you were talking intensive. like two or three chips. Yeah. You know, and that's what we thought. You know, when this first started, we said, well, how could it be a chip shortage? There's only four or five right, in a yeah, car. And yeah. Then they hit us with, well, no, there's average car takes 1,500 car chips. Like, oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> never thought okay. of such a thing. Uh, think yeah. about that for a second. It's a miracle that it works. Yes. You've got when that you many moving it. parts. That's kind of amazing. To it me. is. That it all comes together and works. Yeah. If you've wow. ever seen a, an assembly line, it is the most amazing piece of workmanship that you can. I mean, to see a car start with just a frame and then they add a motor and a transmission and the the axles and they start building the body and it gets to the end of the line and they literally start it up and they drive it off and it, <laughs> it's ninety nine point nine percent of the time it, it, it drives starts right and out. runs and it's just like how did that just happen? That's yeah. amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> the the thing is that you know i people say that's why gas prices have gone up is because the government's pushing <laughs> for electric cars but as a nation we're not ready for that we're not our we infrastructure do not have, is is just not there I mean, we right. have two charging stations at the dealership and you you can put them in your house but I, I mean, look around Plymouth. I think um, you know Mancino's has That's, one. Yeah. yeah, it's the only one I know. And of. Yeah, I think Ancilla has something out there for they theirs. Do. They do. But other than that, I there, don't know. There aren't many. I mean, yet. think about it. Just think about. It. Okay, I'm going out to the country club to pay, play golf and 
I need to plug in when I get there. Oh, they don't have one. I mean, Not you yet. know, I'm going to Cracker Barrel to have dinner. I'm going to Krista. You know, I mean, it almost feels like, oh, or a gas station. I mean, you go mm-hmm. pull into a gas station. Some people are getting gas. Other people are charging up. There'll be a credit card swiper there for both of them eventually. There will be. The charging stations will come. It's 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 going to take some time, but it's got to be. The infrastructure has to be there. People are right. just not comfortable if you're traveling. You know, I mean, yeah, at home it's for, okay for myself. I I could drive a, a month on a single charge. I you know rarely leave Plymouth, and you know I they usually have a two to three hundred mile range on them, which would last me for oh, literally yeah. a month. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so. Yeah. For that application, it's perfect. Or if you're in a delivery business, you know, they've recently made a van, a full-size mm-hmm. van that's all electric that has about a 275-mile range. So, you know, you, you drive it all day, you bring it back to the office, you plug it in, by the morning it's ready to go again. But, I mean, it's just, it's hard for people to conceptualize that, that say, well, I want to drive to Florida. Well, yes. that's not what they're made for yet. Yeah. I mean, the technology will come with batteries and charging time, but it's... It's just not there yet. Right now, it's a close to home kind of driver, but they are—they're fantastic. The quality is off the chart. How good they are! Well, see, even the traveling I do, I would never go 300 miles in a round trip. Right. I mean, I go to a ball well, game. Yeah. It's about a hundred. Right. But Maybe, at the yeah. same time, it's just you know I'd never use a full charge either. Right. So, so there, there's applications. Yeah. But if I'm driving to South Carolina, it's a 600 mile drive, and I gotta. <laughs> Stop somewhere along the way, and yes. I really don't want to get a motel. How yeah. fast would a how fast can a car charge well, right now? Like, a, like a, a larger vehicle, like the F one fifty on a on a big charger would still take almost eight hours to charge. Uh, so I mean, it's just uh, yeah. Eventually, you know, unless you then, went to a hotel and they had the charger, right. was, You know, overnight, it, it's going to come. It's just it's yeah. just not there yet. But that's okay. I mean, we're still going to need our gasoline powered engines, and Ford is committed to say yes. that. You know that's never going to go away. They've got that business, and they they have the new electric business that's just supplemental to that. Yeah. It's going to be a long, long, long time before there's not gasoline, right. you know, on the corner to go get you know keep your car running. Yes. It's it's going to be yeah. out of our lifespans, right? Just, um, before that would yeah. ever come. No into need, play, no need but, to panic. The yeah, the gas and diesel powered <laughs> vehicles will be there for a long, long time, but electric will will supplement that. And there, there are the hybrids that do both, right? Which I, I can, I can kind of get that mm-hmm. part, you know. And gosh, there for a while when gas was up, I was like thinking, okay, I and the drive up, turn the car off while I'm sitting there waiting for my food, you know. Yes. But it, it's like then it feels silly. Turn the car on, move five feet, turn the car off. You know, it's like <laughs> okay, this isn't this is not working either. But uh, you know, that's what they were telling you: like save gas every place you can. And those cars that. Our kids have something, and um, they come to a stop sign or a, a traffic light, and they stop, and the it, it shuts off. off. Yeah, just and for it's a little like, bit. Oh, that's weird. And then the minute you touch the gas pedal, it's back on. It's, it does take some getting used to. It does. I'm driving with <laughs> my kids like that, and I'm like. Why is it doing that? Why did it just die? It just yeah. pulled up stuff like that. Now, that's die. exactly what goes through my head. Was it, I, I got to call somebody to tow it now. It's, it just We're going to have to push. Yeah. Get out of the car. We're going to have to yeah. push. Because in, in, in my day, that's what it meant when you came to a stop sign. It just stops. Like, yeah, better just call the tow truck. So, uh, yeah, it does take some getting used to. Yeah, it does. But, I, you know, it's just, as always, 
Oliver Ford will go with the flow. So. Sure, we'll we'll adapt to that. That's that seems to be an easy thing. We've we've had to adapt to so much over the last couple of years, but it's it's good. We've got a, a great employee base and a, an equally great customer base, and everyone's been flexible, and we've tried to do what we can. And Just like giving this day off for your employees yeah, is a I mean, big deal. Yeah, I, it really I think is. So. Yeah, no. it is. Um, they appreciate that. You know. Oh, it, I, it's just something like, man, you know, to be able to spend time with our family for a long weekend oh, yeah, is yeah. something that doesn't happen. And so mm-hmm. I think that's a wonderful thing for yeah, you guys thank to do. You. Glad. We're glad for it. So I, the other thing I got to ask, you know, you're John Oliver the <laughs> Third. Yes. Um, do we have little Olivers in the line? I mean, Sydney obviously isn't going to be selling cars. No. Uh, so... Um, She's the brain. I mean, it's a chemist. Is that what yeah, she? Yeah, chemistry like, and biology. And, yes, yeah, that hard that, stuff. That's her passion. She makes it look so easy. God bless her. <laughs> so you know, will we see? Well, I, my my son shows some interest, okay. and you know, Jessica has three little boys, yeah. and not that it has to be a boy. I'm not, that's true. You know, saying that, but just you know. Jennifer has two boys. I don't Jessica know. Jessica has three boys. I have the only girl, and she decided she was on to chemistry and biology, which is awesome. Yeah. You know, she's she's going to do great things. But yes, hopefully somewhere in that line, there will be another Oliver. There will be. Yes, to take we would over. love to be that fourth generation, and you know, be talking about this well past the hundredth year anniversary. Now that's you know, it was my dad, and I'm the only one left now, and you know, there is no no family that's. <laughs> interested at all so it's like, oh. <laughs> okay and i'm getting to that retirement age i think well that's deservedly so that's good that's good and i was like oh there's nobody behind me here to back me up so i just wanted to make sure that everybody understands that oliver ford has been a staple in this community uh, for years and you have set the mark and the standard uh, of what an automobile dealership should be, and we'll see that go on into the future. That, that is our that is our biggest wish. Believe me, this, this community deserves that, and we're so excited to be able to have been here this many years. And you know, not only the jobs, but the you know, giving to the community. It's 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 all part. You know, my my grandfather, uh, Big John. He explained it very simply to me one day. He said, at the end of the month, he said, you pay your bills and you pay your employees and you pay your rent. And if you have any money left over, that's what you give to the community. And that has always stuck wow. with me. He never said, pay yourself. You know, you, yep. you pay the community. The community is what pays our bills at the exactly. dealership. And it, that sunk into me a long time ago. Yep. And I've taught that to my kids. I've told that to our employees, and everyone kind of shares that same mentality. Do right, and it will come back. So uh, all I can remember is Oliver Ford over here on West Jefferson Street. (laughs) Was there a different location before that where your grandpa started? He actually started in New Haven. He and a partner, when they, well, in 1953, Ford said, we want to expand the dealer network. Well, and. 53 apparently he told me that banks when you ask them for money to start a dealership they just said no that's not an option 
not not maybe the best investment. So he had a partner. Uh, it was J and N Services in New Haven for I think it was about a year, and he was saving money, and it just he was never going to get to the point where he was going to have enough money to be able to purchase and open a franchise. So he went to Dick Boland's in Fort Wayne, which was at the time was one of the largest Ford dealers in the United States. Okay. And they had been very successful. My dad was, or my grandfather was what was called the business manager at the time. Today, that's a, a, a general manager kind of job. Right? Mm-hmm. It really had nothing to do with finance except for the financing of the stores because financing cars back then was a lot different. Right. Yeah. It wasn't an immediate process like it is today. So <laughs> Mr. Bullens gave my grandfather and uh, three other people, he said, I will front you the money and you have two years to pay this back. If you can pay it back, you keep your dealership. If not, I will just take over. And all the gentlemen made it. Wow. Which is really neat, but we're the only still still going one still going under the the same name <laughs> dealership. Um, yeah, it's a, it was a it's a fascinating story when he told me that. You know, I, I, I said, well, "What do you mean? Why didn't why didn't you just go to the bank?" Because my my grandmother's relation from Elizabethtown, Kentucky, actually worked in the banking industry. As much as they so liked him, yeah. they still said, "No way." <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good idea. That's not a good idea. So. Yeah, very fortunate over the years, but you know, if you if you bought a car or a truck from my grandfather many years ago, it was it was a completely different buying process. I mean, people would buy cars and trucks as the carrier pulled up, and he would. <laughs> They're still on the truck. Look at that. There's a blue truck. You want that one? Here's the price, and they got it down, and they drove it. And I mean, it was such a simplistic <laughs> process back then. It was not a lot of paperwork, and there really wasn't financing. People just they went to their bank and got their own money or wrote a check. But I mean, mm-hmm. you know, cars were two, three, four thousand dollars. They're not you know forty, fifty, sixty thousand like exactly. they are today. But it was it was refreshing, you know. And, and the trucks came without bumpers, so you know when, when I was young in high school. Uh, you know, my job was to unload the bumpers from the bumper agency and, and put them in the parts department, which was tiny. So we put them under the stairs, kind of wrench them in there, and then we pull them out one at a time. And you'd, you'd unpack the box, and the box is what you would lay on to install the bumper <laughs> under the truck. Because, you know, you, you had the option of a, a gray painted bumper or a white painted bumper or a chrome bumper. And so when you bought a truck, it was, oh, my gosh, we got to put a bumper on right now because whatever bumper we put on wasn't going to be the right choice. So we just left all the bumpers off and we had That's to in- install bumpers. It was crazy. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's a totally different world that we live in. That's for yes. sure. But, yeah. So was his store where you guys were over on West Jefferson? Yes. Or? And if you if those of you that can remember before my grandfather was Steve Willis Motors. And it was the only purpose-built dealership, and I think it was built in 52. And he got to where his health was failing, and he wanted to sell the store. And my grandfather was in New Haven, got the money from Mr. Bolin's, and actually purchased the store wow. in 55. So so you've only had two locations in town. That's it. That's uh, pretty both cool. Both on Jefferson Street, just yeah. one east and one west. That's pretty neat. Really. Yeah. Well, and I think you have enough space where you are now that... If you had to expand, oh, you could. Wish um, I would have built it bigger. Jeez. <laughs> you, you just never know, yeah. do you? Stuff adds up, I guess. It just 
Where do you put it? <laughs> uh, you just make another little cubicle or something. That's and, right. And, I mean, you know, you just do what you got to do. You work around it. Yes, we do. Well, okay, John. So once again, before we let you out of here, your event that's happening on Friday. Let's remind everybody. And this, I mean, if you don't have a car, come doesn't to the matter. car show anyway. Yeah. And, and hey, it doesn't have to be an old car. You know, I I, okay. I I put it out there that if you want to bring your newer style truck or SUV, you know, Broncos are a big deal right now. Yes, right? they some are. Old yeah. ones, Andy Stone. I hope you bring up some old Broncos, but also the you know the new Broncos and there's old F-150s. Well, there's there's new F-150s too, and people just like to show off their rides, mm-hmm. and that's what this is about, right? Let's get your car out, get it shined up, bring it out, and then this weekend you can drive it around and have fun. So. Yeah, we're going to have the hot dog stand. We're going to have the lemonade stand going at the same time. We're going to have a cornhole tournament. I forgot to mention, you guys know TJ Pratt works at UPS? Yeah. Mm, TJ, so, yeah. the DJ. Uh-huh. Yeah. So from 2 to 6, he's going to be there with the Fambulance. And if you've never experienced the Fambulance, oh, yeah. okay. tailgating yeah. at a Notre Dame game. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Yeah. Shenanigans we, will happen, I'm sure. Yeah. But he's going to set that up, and we're going to run that, which takes an incredible amount of electric, from the electric truck. The electric truck is going to power oh. the running yeah. of that. Cool. I have to tell you. Oh, yeah. We had yeah. an issue. <laughs> Gosh, it was in the wintertime, I think. I'm not sure. It was good enough outside that I could walk down and get coffee while you I was waiting. everywhere, yeah, but, well. <laughs> but th- there was a big power outage, and our generator does not work on the roof anymore. And um, Danny San Martino has a truck. And so he came and parked out front with his truck. Oh, yeah. And we bought, Jim went and bought two gigantic extension cords to bring it into the station. Yeah. And then we plugged in certain things that we had to have. And, and we ran the radio station off of his truck. Yeah. I never thought of that. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. You know, last yes. year during the 4 H fair, we, we took a truck down. It's called a Power Boost. Now it's a kind of a hybrid, it has an electric motor. And a gas-powered motor, but it, the gas-powered motor charges a battery that then you can plug into. And so we, we had a freezer there that had popsicles in it and a fan. And you can imagine during fair week, it's, it's, <laughs> it's the hottest week hot. of the year yes. always, and people were melting. But yeah, we had popsicles and a fan run from that, that truck. truck. I kind of kind of forgot so cool. about that. So yeah, that, that's another thing. You, if you're looking for a truck. Uh, like if you're a camping family or a, a, an outdoorsy type family, to have that power yes. at that truck right there is fantastic. Yes, it That's is. a really neat advantage. Yeah, so we're, we're looking forward. I talked to TJ last <laughs> night. We were kind of planning this out, and he's super excited to get the Fambulance out. It's a little bit early for football season, but he's, oh, he's, always, he'll hit he's ready for a good yeah, time. Definitely. So he's going to be spinning up some tunes from 2 to 6. And then um, hopefully, oh, Kathy, were you at the... The board meeting on Monday night? The city meeting? Uh, yes. Did they approve uh, the cruise? They they did, but they didn't know the direction, where you needed them. Or, they said you were going from Jefferson Street to Michigan Street, and he said, well, I don't know if they're going east or west or north or south on Michigan. Uh, well, what do you, you think? Know. I, You know, we did this from the Mustang Car Show, so if we left the dealership and turn right down um, East Jefferson Street and go down to, is it Liberty that goes by the junior high? Yes. So we're trying to go through the old cruising ground. So we go down to the corner and turn oh, by yeah. Penguin Point. Penguin right, Point. Right, yes. Penguin Point. And go, go north through town. 
kind of where the A and W used to be, which is out by the park. Yeah. Oh no, you it was you had to you'd have to turn at Symphonies because that's where Burger Chef that's was. That's right, Burger Chef. And that's where I cruised. Burger Chef to Penguin Point. That yep. was cruising for now, me. Now what about Phil's Wigs Red Mug? Used to See, be I, I, out that past was before Dairy me. Queen. No. See, that would have been that there was a there was a triangle oh, yeah. that you cruised. <laughs> the uh, I I was before my cruising yep, days too, but too. we used to go to the the big mug all the time. Big mug, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is so cool. I remember the big that. mug. I will tell you, John, that um, they did mention the handwriting on the request. Oh, geez, again. <laughs> I even tried really so maybe next diligently time you to type to, it. Yeah, that's probably a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah, but the mayor hopefully, mentioned. Hopefully, Chief Bacon will allow us to go down by the junior high and around Penguin Point and then north through town. Oh, that's and, so cool. Yeah, we, we did it so years ago. People, about 6 o'clock. So I would just get on 6 o'clock. I'd be down on Michigan Street in yes. downtown Plymouth. And watch the cars cruise yeah. by, yes. especially if you're older and and it's hard to walk around in a car show lot now. I mean, it, it you know, it, some people just can't take that. But being able to I just park a lawn chair out here on the curb and watch you guys go by. Yes. You know, it, gosh, if you live in those apartments on South Michigan Street yeah, right there. Be right yeah, there. Go right. Oh, they'd have prime view of that whole car show thing going on so that's a fun thing good kickoff to the weekend yeah Yeah, definitely so come on out to oliver ford this friday starts at noon get your grab your hot dog my husband loves hot dogs grab your hot dog and a coke out there and while you're there check out the vehicles old new and everything in between then before you leave grab a lemonade and just have some fun yes definitely we look forward to seeing everybody. It should be fun. And for those of you that are going to be bringing your cars out, I've already had some people ask because Friday is a is a work day. Uh, you know that I get there at 7 o'clock a.m. If you want to bring your car early, we'll position Four. them. And you want to come back later, That that's awesome. Ah, we we that's will accommodate, idea. but I think it's going to be a big crowd. So it should be a nice day. Good right. deal. And yeah. it's a benefit for David's Courage. So bring some extra money in your pocket and yes. be sure to check out their display uh, of their handiwork out there because you'll be really impressed and you could start your Christmas shopping. That's right. That's a great idea. Definitely. Uh, my my little brain is already going. I have <laughs> some girls on my list. You know, they have everything they need or want. And something unique something and un- different. different. Yeah, that's right. I yeah. like it. All right. Good deal. John, right. thanks for coming in this morning. Well, hey, thanks, gang. Appreciate the opportunity. and We look forward to a, a great weekend, but let's kick it off big on Friday. Sounds good. Cool. Okay. All right. Let's we'll go to break. take a break. All right, guys. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. Did you hear that call out to all trumpeters? What are you talking about? It's the World Record Trumpet Challenge with Denver Beerman and the Mile High Orchestra. Our Denver. Our Denver, right? The one and only. Oh, yes. It's during the Reese Grand Reopening, October 1st, Trumpet Challenge. We're trying to break a world record. Right here at River Park Square in Plymouth. Mm-hmm. Possibly 400 trumpeters playing with Denver. Can you hear it now? I can. Everybody will hear it, and they can be part of it at the free concert from 1 to 3 p.m. So if you know any trumpeters, uh-huh. t- 
Stellum. Uh-huh. It's a once-in-a-lifetime event. Trumpeters, y'all need to go on Facebook. Register. Go to the Reese Facebook page or the World Record Trumpet Challenge with Denver and the Mile High Orchestra Facebook page. Wow, got it. <laughs> World Record Trumpet Challenge with Denver Beerman and the Mile High Orchestra. Register now. Denver even did a call-out video to all trumpeters. The Reese Grand Reopening keeps getting better and better. I know, and we gotta go celebrate October 1st. We can't wait. We can celebrate. 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 Trump Challenge. Yeah. Can you hear it now? Sponsored by the Reese Theater, Bowen Printing, Marshall County Tourism, Sweetwater Music Instruments, and All Pro Audio. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County. With programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price, you can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? Call Apex Waste. Large or small, we'll take your call. When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and no taxes. What we say is what you pay. Apex Waste is a local, family-owned company that is dedicated to reliable, friendly service. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739. Or visit us online at apexwaste.net. and AM 1050 WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. And what's your opinion? Phone lines are open at 574-936-4096. So call now and join the fun. Now here's Kathy and Rusty. It's Wednesday. You may realize it's Wednesday. Uh, so Halfway through the week, folks. Yes, we are. Yes, and it's a holiday weekend, so Rusty and I will not be here on Monday's show. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the 4th of July, so well, we've we're got not going to be here. We've got a special if you want to. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to have something right. for us. For, right. You know, it may just be some patriotic music, whatever, but uh, we're, we're going to take Monday off. Okay. Um, so you're yeah. going to get a three-day weekend, too. All right. Yeah. Well, oh, you were talking to them, not me. Uh, both of them. <laughs> both of you. All of you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you get a break from us for three days. But speaking of the 4th of July, tomorrow's show, we're going to have representatives in from New Song Church because they're hosting a fireworks display. Cool. This is probably, 
I want to say maybe their fourth annual fireworks display in Centennial Park. I'm not going to Sunday. Uh, not going to hazard a guess because I think things that 20 years ago happened <laughs> happened like last month. So uh, I've reached that age where I have no concept of the depth of time at all. You know, I just uh, on Facebook last night there was a picture of Laura Mann and I. And we were at River Park Square, at the new River Park Square. And I, I think it said nine years ago. And yeah. to me, it just seems, how could it be nine years ago that that park was built? But, yeah. Well, it had Time flies been. when you're having a great time. Yeah. Yeah, it does. There you go. <laughs> so, anyway, tomorrow we'll be talking fireworks. Um with you guys yeah exactly coming up on sunday evening out at centennial park isn't that what they saw um yes what did i just do whoops i don't know you're you're waiting on something no i was put that my my hand bumped the button and don't forget we did have breaking news to to start off the show this morning um that we 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 told folks that uh, two candidates on the Democratic ticket have filed this morning. Um, about 8.30, Jeff Sharp filed for Sheriff of Marshall County. And Mark Gidley filed for County Council in District 3. So we will keep you up to date. I know there is one more filing coming uh, for County Council, I'm pretty sure. So I'm anticipating that either later today or tomorrow probably. So. Right. Not going to tell you who. It's a secret. But Oh, so you're playing that game, too. The next time the economic <laughs> development people come in, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to remind you of this day. <laughs> okay. I may even go back and uh, cut this out of the And the say it's recording. a secret. <laughs> cut this out of the recording so we can replay that when you... Uh, you start jamming up uh, Greg about not telling you what <laughs> what's going on. So, okay, just you know, just 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 a thought. Very good. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Rusty, I think you and I can get out of here today. Well, I can because I got to do this. Oh, that's right. He's got a few more minutes. Um, we're gonna wish some folks at well, one folk a happy birthday. You're gonna be uh, in the hat. Eligible for four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe. Also, free small drink from the Coffee Lodge. As you heard at the beginning of the show, part of our breaking news, Shiloh Milner. Happy birthday Happy to birthday, you. Happy birthday, Shiloh. You are in the hat eligible for those prizes from La Dessert Cafe, the Coffee Lodge, and the Bouquet of Flowers from Cash and Creek. So Fantastic. Sure get it in there so we can um, have you eligible for that drawing. Speaking of drawings... This is coming up uh, a couple of days. Fri- uh, is it Friday? Yeah, it has to be Friday. Right? Today is the 29th. Or no, it's tomorrow. Tomorrow, the, uh, yes, tomorrow we'll be having... Yeah, so you've got one more day to get your uh, June uh, anniversary in here, and you'll be eligible for 50 bucks from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral. So uh, make sure you do that. Yes, if you've, got, if you've had an anniversary and we haven't done it yet, Give us a buzz, yeah. let us know, and we will add that to the hat we'll for tomorrow's drawing. Happy to do that. 50 bucks on the line tomorrow. So, uh, trading post, we have those windows from yesterday. A white vinyl slider window. 
uh, 63 and three quarters by 39 and a quarter. They want 40 bucks for that. They also have a white vinyl picture window, 59 and three quarters by 50. Want 50 bucks for that. And uh, both of those are in excellent condition. 574-936-4056. That's 936-4056. Still got the kitten? No, I don't. Oh, it's somebody gone. got the kitten. Yes. Yeah, Thank good. goodness. It is gone. That's not in the trading post. Yep. So, that is the trading post for today, and that's all I got. That's all I have. Oh, we'll, we'll be back tomorrow. New Song Church will be with us. And so, uh, have yourselves a great day. We'll be back at 9.